0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show. It's Wednesday, February the 21st. My name is Legrand Jolly. This is the Game by Show podcast that you are listening to right now. I'm so happy that you found us on uh, whatever podcast, listening, receptacle you use, uh, aggregator, app. Uh, if you still use iTunes, congratulations. Thank you for finding us. My name is Legrand Jolly, your host <laughs> for this evening. With me tonight... Are a couple of friends of mine uh, who I've known um, virtually for several years, and I've met in person at least one of these people a a handful of times. times. Jeremy Lamont here.
1: I'm so glad you found us. I'm so glad you found us. We were in here for so long, so long inside iTunes here. I, what's what's going on in the world? How is how is it under President Hillary Clinton? What's I I don't know.
0: What's been going on? No. And next to him, uh, a man that I have invited to hang out with at least once when I was
2: in his hometown. Of <laughs> you Dallas, were in Texas. San Antonio. <laughs> no, I was
1: in Dallas. Like the next week. It's The same. All place. i right. I'm,
2: I'm gonna have to go on record, guys. This is possibly the worst intro we've done in no, it's the not two <laughs> or three <laughs> years. That's Jared. Been doing Jared. This.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> every time I've been in, uh, every time I've flown through the Dallas airport, I text Jared or I message Jared on Twitter. I'm like, hey man, we should hang out. You at the airport?
2: Thank you. And uh,
0: he's never it, at the airport know, when I'm there.
2: There is no minimum time that you can drive into the airport and not pay money. It, it costs two dollars. Yeah, no I, I did what. notice that. I did notice that. So you're, you're asking me it. to pay it's two dollars to come see you? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on, man. It's worth it. I'll pay two dollars for you to come see me. We go. <laughs> we go eat at the
0: Hyatt. <laughs> uh, nah, but hey, um, I guess I'm not going to do that. I, I had a Dallas trip planned and
2: now it's not planned anymore and now you canceled it Maybe you'll be in Galveston. It's pretty close. It's pretty close. It's like <laughs> one city over
0: Yeah, you know, I
2: will be in Houston
0: though. So if you want to come Houston down.
2: same place Oh, man, that's only like four and a half five hour drive yeah, come Well, down it depends on what, what side of Houston if you're on the north side It's like four hours if you're on the south side. It's like five and a half what?
0: I don't know how this works. Houston's a big city.
2: Remember the Alamo. (laughs) That's the wrong city. (laughs) Remember Exxon. Remember
0: your your Texas geography, because that's that's what we do uh, from
1: time to time here on this podcast. We discuss how enormous Texas is. Hey, I have one more actual question, though. Is the panhandle the thing on the side or the top? Is the top... Mm -hmm. That's the top? Because what would be on the side. You don't hold a pan from the top. I don't. Know. I was afraid of the answer even as the, I the, the The
2: piece to the side, we just try not to think about. That's where El Paso is and this awful desert. All right.
0: <laughs> Wait, Texas has a panhandle?
2: Yeah. yeah. It pokes yeah, into Yeah, but it's not Colorado. on the side. It's on the top. Figure that it out. It actually pokes into, oh. like, Oklahoma.
1: No, yeah. it's, it's Oklahoma is like, a state that like has a, a panhandle.
0: It's, pan, it's a pan lid handle.
2: Well, we stole Oklahoma's panhandle and called it our own, and it's It's like a 90-degree
1: handle. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's get, in the, get into this thing.
0: All right, fellas. Well, it's Wednesday. We're here tonight. We're going to be talking about video games. Uh, we're going to talk about Monster Hunter um, because, well, that's all I've been playing. <laughs> that and Final Fantasy XII. I did play a bunch of that, but I don't want to talk more about that. I want to talk more about Monster Hunter. So Jeremy.
1: so you you've gotten better at Monster Hunter. It was it was not so long ago that you were just a young buck um, unwise and unskilled in the ways of hunting of the monsters, but now It's true. Now you just you just you had a big milestone tonight.
0: Yeah, I uh, well, I streamed Monster Hunter last night. So two nights ago Jeremy and I played for a couple hours. Mhm. And we were running around the deserts, the Wild with a Wild Spire waste Wastes. The or wastes something? Yep, that's right. We came upon this monster called a hmm And I'm like, yo, Jeremy, we should take this t- take this thing out. And Jeremy's like, No, man, we don't we, we don't have the skills <laughs> to take this thing out <laughs> And I was like, Come on, let's just hit it And I started whacking on it and, you know, started doing its thing. Uh, well as it turns out, uh, we had to go or something. And we didn't end up fighting it. But tonight I came across a Raytheon in the wild spire Waste, and I took it down. And trapped it, actually, and took it back to my base and said, Hey, guys, y'all should study this thing so I can learn more about it, so I can kill them more efficiently and make armor out of their parts. Now,
1: now you went quickly by it, but you trapped the thing. So everyone is kind yeah. of familiar with killing monsters, right? Like, you just smash on them until they're dead. But trapping takes a little more skill, right? I actually wanted to kill it. <laughs> oh, you were, you were trying to kill it and you ended up trapping I, I, it? I was, wow. I was cool. trying
0: to kill it, and then he I got back to the final lair where he went and fell asleep or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and he was like hurting, so I could have trapped him at any moment. And I had, and I I learned how to do that last night while I was playing. And so I got all excited. I'm like, okay, I'm like you know, I kind of just want to kill him, so I can get a kill in on this dude, like whatever. So then I woke his ass up and I started hitting him with my hammer. And uh, all of a sudden he started going crazy because he was hurting. So he was attacking. Like I, I think their attacks change if they yeah get they, all injured, they get right? wild
1: and stuff. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So we started going bonkers. Which that dude's already bonkers. Like he he poisons you and he blows fire and all sorts of crap so so i was running away and i'm like oh no and he i was like getting low on health i'm like i don't know what i'm gonna do i'm probably just gonna die next hit and so i pulled out a trap and dropped it and he came charging after me and then he landed in the trap i'm like well i guess i better just trap him so then i threw down some trank bombs and lo and behold Trapped that Raytheon. There you go. Took him back to base. Uh, got a whole bunch of parts and actually crafted some armor. Some armor.
2: Yeah,
1: that's him. the thing. Like I can't figure out. You trap something, which is the harder thing to do. So you, you, it's like Pokemon. You know, you don't kill them. You stop, and then you have to actually have some specialized equipment to to actually take them alive. Uh, but then somehow you actually get more of the giblets uh, as a reward. And I. Well, that, that, that's the video gamey part. It is. It, right? it is the video gaming part. Yeah, that's right. Uh,
0: and and you also get parts based on if you like break off parts of their body and right things like that so yeah uh yeah I, so something i did find out um if you were watching us on our stream right now because uh, we stream this podcast oh yeah um you see that i have a green screen behind me did you guys know that the playstation 4 streaming on a twitch has built-in chroma key
1: yeah i did know that did you guys know Vance. that mm-hmm. that's uh, awesome
0: i didn't uh, realize that till last i never night. checked I, it out
2: on my playstation
0: <laughs> and I, i've never streamed before on the playstation for real so i actually streamed some monster hunter last night uh and discovered the the green screen chroma key built in so that was pretty sweet man it was like you were right there in the world yeah, yeah it was amazing uh so last night uh i streamed a whole bunch and which just i was kind of fooling around just trying to learn things and i kept on fighting monsters i would already beaten just cuz i wanted to learn how to use traps uh try different weapons um i did try out the uh charge charge blade oh did charge you sword
1: you also you tried uh, out I the hammer like too right you you uh just hammer's my
0: jam right now Yeah, hammer. that's that's all I want to use right now that's it's so much fun it's really really good uh, it's just the hammer's like the first time I played the game uh, I think I played I played the beta or the demo or whatever it was mm-hmm. that came out a couple months ago um, and I used the great sword and it was really slow and I didn't really like the way that it felt and maybe I just didn't understand the game uh, but the hammer is really slow but it feels so weighty and meaty and when you like charge up an attack and start wailing on a dude like it feels really really yeah. good yep. um so i am all about the hammer now i was pl- i was using the switch axe because i think that's what uh that's what jeremy used uh, for a that's while what I rock. Really yep. Yep. so i tried that for a while uh it was okay and then i th- thought i would try the hammer and now i'm all hammer all the time like it's amazing i tried the charge blade it wasn't wasn't as good i didn't couldn't kind of get a hold of it um couldn't quite figure it's like out
1: the 80s are back blade. and we're wearing parachute pants again
0: Yeah, so hammer hammer time. Hey, I
1: never stopped wearing parachute pants. Uh, Yeah, again? What do you mean again? Still. (laughs) I'm
2: still wearing the ones I had in the 80s.
0: (laughs) So I'm basically at the point in Monster Hunter where that's all I think about at work all day. And now I get home, I just want to play Monster Hunter. Nice. Um, Like if we weren't recording right now, I'd probably be playing playing Monster Monster Hunter. Hunter? I was playing Monster Hunter before we started, and I want to be playing Monster Hunter now. We'll play this
1: weekend. We'll get the crew. We've got a crew.
0: We should, man, and I, uh, yeah, it's fun. It's fun playing with people. It's fun, and I had fun by myself. Like it was, I was just you know screwing around. And
1: there, there's there are certain things about playing either way. I mean, the one thing about playing with people, and I and I found this out. Uh, well, I mean, not that I found it out, but you know, you have a limited number of of knockouts against you. You know, like if you die. Um, you you can only do that a couple of times before you just fail out of the mission. And calling more people in with SOS flares and stuff, it's good because you've got more guys on hand to do the damage, but then you also have more people who can accidentally die on you and fail the mission for you. So, um, you know, playing solo is a good way to learn the monsters and learn their patterns so that you can be more effective once you get into a crew.
0: One thing I I found today, so I jumped into an online uh, game with some people. I think it may have been an SOS flag, but uh, they were fighting that electrical
1: guy, the little electrical lizard, the small one, the white and blue one. Oh, his name? uh the the one who the one who does that thing where his fans open up and he poofs at you and like yes. I can't think of name. Electrifies you or whatever. Yeah, yeah he like just, just blinds with a flash. Anyway,
0: and uh one of their guys was using, I believe, the long sword, and I had my hammer, and we kept on
1: like hitting each other.
0: So is that like a thing?
1: Uh yes, yeah, it absolutely is. Um and so you also have to learn I mean this is something that you kind of have to you, you, this takes practice, is working together. So, if you are in an optimized bunch of people, uh, different weapons are good for different things. Like the hammer is really good for hitting the face. Always hit the face with the hammer. Always go for the face because you can stun monsters with the big hammer. And The Baroth,
0: he can't hit in the face.
1: Uh, you can hit pretty much anything in the face not, if not you're. The
0: Baroth doesn't do more damage in the face.
1: All right. Just letting you know. Uh, okay, and, and big swords <laughs> are good for cutting off tails. You usually, I want to cut off tails with big, sharp swords. And then there's stuff like the switch axe, which I usually find is good just for doing body damage or whatever. So ideally, everyone who's playing, and and you know, most of the time, you'll want at least one ranged person, or maybe even a couple, if you're if you're doing a crew of four. Um, and everybody's working together on different parts of the monster or or at different times doing their attacks because if you get in each other's way it doesn't do damage but it'll knock you down and it's kind of a pain in the butt to be up there wailing away on a monster and some dude comes in with his area of attack and knocks everybody away yep. um, so that, that takes some me. practice too yeah Yeah. but anyway Monster Hunter there you go yep still good still good and um, that giant lizard is a Puke Puke
0: Yes. No, no, no. Puky Puky is the one that blows the poison. This is the electrical one. Oh. Um, I don't know. I'll look it up. You Beat guys me. talk.
1: Alright, so we'll talk. Jared, I want to hear about Kingdom Come Deliverance. Uh, tell me if I'm wrong. Spoilers? That's the game I'm going to talk that's about? The game. Oh, sorry. <laughs> tell me what game you're going uh... to talk about, Jared. And, and tell me, how, mu- how much is it the new Mountain Blade Toby. Toby Kodachi. The Toby Kodachi. Oh, Toby Kodachi's not a lizard. He's a, like a fire, he's an electro squirrel type thing. He's like a... Well, they're
0: all lizards.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay.
0: Well, in this game, it all seems like everything. Yeah, Kadachi like, looks like Toby Kudachy.
1: Toby Kadachi does have a snake face, but he's also got yes. that big squirrel tail. So I think, he and, he, and he climbs up trees and chitters at you and stuff. So I think of him as a squirrel.
0: It says a fanged wyvern. It says it's a wyvern. Yeah, I don't know about that. That's what it says. Species
1: fanged wyvern. Right, I'm, on the right. wiki. I'm not going to argue with the wiki. All right. So Jared, Kingdom Come <laughs> Deliverance. Is it Mountain Blade? Go. No, Kingdom Come Deliverance is actually really good. I, I've been
2: enjoying it quite a bit. So. I mean, I don't know if you're not familiar with it. I guess you've had your head in a rock. You've been back in the medieval times, but um, mm-hmm. it's it was a Kickstarter game which I actually supported back on Kickstarter. It was one of the last Kickstarters that I actually uh, helped to fund. But uh, it it is set in like 14th century Bohemia, um, and there's no magic, so it's it's purely historical. There's no wizards or sorcerers or Magical potions or any banana nonsense like that. Are there monsters to fight? Um, if you Wait, can... may, nay, are there monsters to hunt? There are not monsters to hunt, nor are there great swords the size of a school bus. <laughs> oh, lame. <laughs> um, so, so no, it, it, it definitely takes the uh, historical bent on video gaming so you have very true to history weaponry and um, clothing and armor Uh, even the cities i guess they're actual like towns that still exist today um Hmm. that you could i guess google map and kind of look at from the atmosphere but uh no so so it's all very sort of realistic your guy has to eat he will actually go hungry and starve um you have to sleep at night in order to regain energy uh you know it it has that sort of rpg flair where if you walk into someone's house they get like mad and ask you to leave that kind of thing uh it's really interesting uh really kind of slows you down because of those mechanics so you can't just kind of zip around the world uh, you know, flying on your dragon mount or something ridiculous like that.
1: So so the immediate comparison in recent years is going to be Skyrim, right? I mean, it's a first-person, you know, you swing yeah. your sword out in front of you kind of thing.
2: I, I guess, although I a lot of times would play the Elder Scroll games third-person because they always looked funny to me in first-person. But it is purely uh, first-person. There's no way to be in third-person. Um, and, yeah, you use swords. And I, I would honestly... Uh, liken it more to, like you said, Mountain Blade uh, than anything else. So the That's archery, what I want to hear. It, the archery works very much the same. Um, it's a very story-driven game, so as far as I can tell, it probably is open world. Once you get kind of through the initial story, you can probably just wander around and check things out. However, it very much wants to keep you on sort of the narrative path, um, kind of moving toward your next objectives. It's got yeah. basic quests. It's got uh, like... Uh, activities you can do Uh, so like one guy will ask you to
1: hunt for rabbits uh, stuff like that so, so that's sort of what I've seen, at least that's been my experience, is that it, it kind of there's a story. It's much more story focused than something like Mountain Blade. You are a particular person. Things happen to you and Henry. you go from. Yeah, Henry. Yep. The, the Henry, blacksmith. Who's, yep. The son of the blacksmith. Son and, of the blacksmith. Uh, right. Yeah. And uh, they want you to keep going to progress through this story of vengeance as, you know, your murdered parents are are, you know avenged yeah yeah and
2: and that's the other thing that really jumped out at me in terms of the story uh, it, it is I, I have always enjoyed this in rpgs and not enough of them do it um you're not some special dude you're not like the chosen one or some grand knight or lord of a fief or anything like that you are henry the son of the blacksmith um and you watch uh, spoilers. Um, you basically... <laughs> your parents die and you you want to go avenge them. Right. Like, at first you try to go... Like, you try to bury them and then... Uh, it's all very, of course, Christian heavy at that time. So like you to walk up to people and they're like, Christ be with you. You're like, ah, Yeah. Don't and they talk me. a lot
1: about church history and the popes and, and yep. all those kinds of things. I mean, it is, it is set in Europe in a particular place and time, like you said, and that's, you know, that's the the environment of it. I, I am curious though, have you gotten to a point where, I mean, do you, the, the, the thing about Mount and Blade to me was that even though you wouldn't level up skills necessarily um, you would start accumulating wealth and power and status and it basically and, and a mountain blade in particular that was equated to your your little army that you would start to build up and then you would eventually instead of right. being just some guy uh, you would end up on the map like moving your soldiers and deciding what we're going to attack next and who are we gonna mix it up with and, and those kinds of things
2: yeah I, I haven't quite gotten that far I have gotten to the point um, so I have started leveling up skills. Uh, and the way the skills work is like uh, Ultima or the Elder Scrolls series, where when you use something, you level that thing up. So if, if you're using swords, um, you'll level swordsmanship up. If you're using archery, you'll level archery. Uh, it, it also has a mm, lot makes of sense. Yeah. I mean, it, I like that way. You, your character itself has a level. Um. Again, just very similar to the Elder Scrolls, where as your skills level up, so too does your character.
1: I'm Um, Henry, the level five son of the Blacksmith. Right,
2: (laughs) exactly, of course. (laughs) But uh, so as you level up, like every. I I don't know if it's uh, certain levels or uh, after like X number of levels. I haven't quite uh, pinned that down yet. But uh, every so many levels, you'll get like a perk that you can, uh, like a perk point you can spend on a a set of. Uh, like perks, like passive abilities or active abilities in terms of, um, combat skills. So you can unlock one that I unlocked one that was like insomniac. So I actually need slightly less sleep at night. Hmm. Um, so my character can get away with less sleep. Some of them have pluses and minuses. So there was one that would give you more success chance in speech, uh, activity like you can have like speech checks and see if you can like outwit someone or whatever. Yeah or
1: like pursue certain dialogue trees or something right. like that and I've seen um, there what looked kind of like romance type option. Yeah
2: and, and so some of them will give you an increased chance on that but also decrease like your ability to sneak around because you smell bad or something you know w- weird mm, stuff like that. That is um, weird. So it's really interesting and the combat system is very much like Mountain Blade. There's uh five six points actually on a sort of wheel uh, when you're in combat with a melee weapon. Uh, so think of like a star, like a, there's a point up above your head, uh, high left, high right, low left, low right. And depending on where you move your mouse will indicate where you're going to swing your sword from. So either high, low, left or right. And then you, if you right click, you'll do a thrust attack. So, you, so there's like a center point as well. Is hmm. the sixth, um, and so as you unlock swordsmanship, you can then spend perk points on sort of combos that you can do within that. So if you do um, high left, low right, stab is a is a special combo that can do extra damage or can maybe like stun the enemy or you know different things like that. Oh, so you actually have be. to unlock those as opposed to being able to just know them. Yeah, uh, which actually takes me to. The way the mechanics in the game work, paired with the RPG elements, uh, actually works really, really well. So each of the aspects, like um, uh, melee or archery, like takes kind of focus. Like, so as my character is actually getting better, I feel like I'm getting better at it too. that's what they want you to think. Well, <laughs> maybe so, but but they, it worked. They did it. You know what I mean. And the same thing kind of happened in Mountain Blade as you as you really got used to the combat and you you know your character's leveling up and getting better and, and doing more damage. Uh, you really felt like, look, I I'm, I'm actually getting better at the combat. I'm more capable right. of blocking. I'm more capable of you know uh, par- parrying right. and all. And these you, things you might
1: like, walk onto the battlefield and you're not going to be like taking everybody out but you could hold your own against two or three guys which you know
2: that's kind of how i felt
0: it uh with horizon zero dawn like it it just got way you has got way into the combat and way good at it yeah it was, and and it you know just I mean? it clicked
2: yeah. really well and it was all just really good um this game is is really there so like just really getting into the systems uh helps a lot just sort of kind of learning the the way the combat works you can't just go in and click 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 and expect to win you're going to get your butt right. kicked every time um, right. and i appreciate that in this game i think it works well they did a really good job with the melee i think it's a uh, uh pretty good setup pretty good system it, it has a few places they could probably kind of work on it um it, it ties the so your your character has much like dark souls your character has stamina and it ties your stamina to your health which can be kind of frustrating, but actually, if you think about it, is really kind of an awesome system. So you're really in a fight, particularly if it's a one-on-one fight, it's a war of attrition, right? So you don't have to have these major hits that takes down your enemies. Any amount of damage will uh, sort of chip away at their health and at the same time their stamina. So each time they're less and less capable of blocking, less and less capable of stringing together combos and hits, um, before they run out of stamina and need to take a break, or, huh. and regain their stamina. So,
1: and, and I assume that's assuming, pretty cool. Does it work conversely when you take so okay same, exact right.
2: same way? So when you're losing, it gets frustrating as heck because it it's like a few early mistakes, and the the fight's decided. You you've right. lost. It, you know, it, it would hmm. take a magnitude of effort to Herculean feat. To overcome this enemy who just has double your stamina pool double your health right. pool um, is on the attack is pressing you huh uh, so that takes you to one other kind of interesting feature uh, you can surrender so this game rewards failure um by right. making failures soft in a way so if you're caught thieving and stealing you know you, you, they don't like attack you and kill you uh they take you to jail right um there's parts in missions where, like, there was this one part, uh, I, I won't try to spoil it too much, but you, you are guaranteed to fail as far as I can tell. I, I don't know if it, if success is actually, uh, like, predetermined, but um, I, I actually tried it a few times and it was like, there's no way I'm going to win at this. I'm going, my character will die. And he doesn't actually die, so it just kind of spins you over. Um, hmm. So if you lose a combat, you can, uh, you know, you can surrender and you know there's consequences to that right but go to loser jail yeah yeah you can you can try again essentially so um i really like that when games sort of reward failure um not reward it but don't punish you too harshly for failure Um, but just spin it back into the narrative right so that that's a really cool aspect of the game um i really like that they did that and kind of took that approach i mean Hmm. it's the game is really interesting. The story is pretty good so far, as far as I can tell. I'm not su- super far into it. The combat's really entertaining. Um, I-, I will say it's a little clunky. Uh, the voice acting feels pretty stiff. Um,
1: From what there I've is seen, a it's pretty- loading.
2: For every dialogue, there is a loading screen, which is like, uh...
1: I've seen this as pretty uneven. Like, I've heard some voice acting that's really good, and then sometimes it's like, oh, you couldn't find somebody better than that. No, I've been watching it. I've just been kind of seeing people play it. And, uh, you know, like, uh, Lord such-and-such of of the manor, the keep, he sounds like he's some 20-year-old dude or something, and you know sometimes they have people who are doing really good accents and sometimes it's like i saw that we were going to the yeah that that oh, really? is, that is definitely true um
2: and, and maybe i don't i don't know hopefully I, I don't expect it will really get better but hopefully i will continue to forgive it um because the game is 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 pretty good so.
1: I really want to hear. So you know, if you keep playing it, I really would like to know if at some point you start to accumulate followers and guys to fight with you. I don't know if it even plays on that scale. That was the thing about Mountain Blade that I really liked was. You know, you could start with small skirmishes and, you know, through clawing your way up from nothing, uh, you know, and and piecing together armor and weapons and materials and money. So so uh, far, it seems like it has the sort of combat mechanics of, say,
2: Mountain Blade, but the scale of Skyrim. Skyrim. Okay. So you're a solo dude in a solo world doing solo things. Yeah. and that's just kind of how it, how it is. So, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I will uh, keep you up to date. I, and I actually am I'm actually really kind of nervous that eventually this game will, with its sort of clunkiness and the load times and some of those things um, that don't work so great, will turn me off of it. Uh, just
1: stop, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's always Mountain Blade Two for real that's coming out eventually. That's so. right. Yeah, in yeah. in like twenty years. So yeah, yeah, eventually, yeah. Well, uh, over on my side, uh, I've been playing something completely opposite of really either of the things that either of you guys have been playing. So, diametrically opposed uh, to the other two We've been options.
0: playing Monster Hunter together. What are you talking we about?
1: We have been playing Monster Hunter, and I love some Monster Hunter. But the, the main focus for me this week has been uh, a, a brand new release, uh, Bayonetta, on the Switch, which is not new-new, but it's new to me, and it's new to the Switch. And I've been playing it. It's uh, good, too. It's pretty alright. I, I have a complicated... You, you never played it before at all? N- never. Nope. Never, never. And uh, In fact, I missed it when it was a free Xbox Games with Gold one week, one month. I, I don't know how I missed it, but I've uh, never, never ever played Bayonetta. Uh, I did watch uh, someone play it once. I was over at someone's house and uh, kind of watched Bayonetta, and it was embarrassing. Like, it had that Japanese thing where the dialogue is just hammy and the action is just a little bit, you know, kind of all right. And the jokes they make are not quite there. And Uh,
0: it's kind of. Yeah. And
1: then and then she kind of has herself like this supposedly sexual thing, like she's hot I remember at the time that, that Bayonetta was in development, they were like, look at look at her butt. It's the most perfectly formed butt <laughs> in all of video games. But the funny thing about Bayonetta is she's just kind of weirdly proportioned. She kinda had, her legs are a little too long and her head is kind of small. But Here's the thing I've been getting, uh, is that the combat is actually really good. I mean, it's uh it's by Hideki Kamiya and Platinum Games, so it's Devil May Cry, you know, that pedigree. And it really is almost a, a reskinned type Devil May Cry. Bayonetta is a, a witch of some kind, but not like the, you know, Salem Witch Trials witch, not even the you know, um uh uh, bewitched, Samantha, you know, wiggling the nose, type witch, nothing like that. Uh, somehow her witchiness makes her like the super kung fu expert, uh, complete with bullet time, although it's called witch time. Witch time. Witch time. Please, come on. Yeah, exactly. And which is triggered by doing dodges and rolls and getting out of the way. But she's also got guns on her feet. You know, she's got stiletto heels, so she's got guns on her heels. She's got guns in her hands. So and um, And her weapon, of course, is her hair, which uh, when it's on her it kind of looks like a you know a bodysuit but when she starts doing attacks the bigger her attacks get the more of her hair is used to do those attacks uh, well those are like the super power attacks right I've like
2: never actually watched or seen anything about this game and I am incredibly confused right now
1: Yeah yeah okay <laughs> yeah, you should be <laughs> It's it's different um but it really is I mean it's a character action game you know with combos and air juggles and and things like that I mean it's definitely a Devil May Cry type Game. And I've played, played a ton of those things. I mean, I've played a ton of God of War, uh, DMC, the new one, you know, some of the old Devil May Cry, uh, you know, various types of games. And uh, so I, I actually take to it pretty quickly. And, and, you know, one thing that's pretty satisfying is the, do- the dodge timing uh is is really pretty good i found that i've been good at doing some really fine-tuned dodges which is what well, triggers you dodge some... it
0: and it goes into witch time and that's what you that's what that's kind of part of the be- correct mechanics for
1: that's right and then combat. you retaliate with some giant hits because everybody's going slow and your hits are harder it's like in the matrix when you know the bass drops and suddenly like a palm fist like knocks a dude through a wall type thing um, and, uh, you know, it really is a lot like some of those old Devil May Cry games in that the environments feel, um, just walking around it feels a lot like Devil May Cry. Or you know what else it feels like is Ninja Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden Black or Ninja Gaiden Sigma that was on the, the Vita or the PS3. Um, you'll find items and a little description will pop up and it'll be like, this looks like a key will fit in here or something like that, you know, and, and, uh, so it's not just about the fighting. It's about, you know, a little bit of exploration, a little bit of puzzling. Um, and and everything is done in encounters. So you typically will have, uh, you know, on your way through a level, you might have little hordes of dudes. Uh, and when I say dudes, I mean angels. And when I say angels, I mean like horror versions of angelic <laughs> angelic beings. Um, that so. Bayonetta is, is allegedly fighting the denizens of heaven. Uh, how, how
0: far are you in this game? Because it gets even more ridiculous than anything you've ever seen.
1: Yeah, I, I've gotten to, <laughs> uh, like, the town has been on fire, and there's, like, lava everywhere, and um, I, I think I've just passed that level. Um, okay. So. Uh, well,
0: it, it, gets, it gets pretty... It's pretty ridiculous
1: oh yeah and the, and the enemies it gets even
0: more ridiculous than you could ever imagine the,
1: the enemies are of various sizes so they start out kind of on your scale but then there's guys who are like three times as big as you and then there's this thing that's like a hundred times as big as you and I'm sure it probably is even going to get bigger than that uh well yeah Yeah, (laughs) Um, and and everything is either based on completely on your skill, on your ability to dodge and to string your combos together, and there's a fairly simple combo system, punching and kicking and then you have your guns to juggle, just like Dante in DMC, uh, to keep your combos going, and you get graded on these little encounters Um, so even though you're you're kind of as you work your way through the levels, there may be little pockets of guys that you fight, eventually you'll end up in an arena area, and you'll get graded on how quickly and how efficiently you trounce those guys with your witchy skills. Um, You also collect halos which kind of look like sonic the hedgehog rings a little bit and uh Uh you you use those to buy new abilities and new kinds of guns to attach to your feet and uh, new outfits since this is the switch version uh you may have seen on the wii uh on the wii u version uh, there are special Nintendo-themed crossover outfits, and they are hideous. That's on the. Uh, that's only
0: on the. Oh no! I, I never played the Wii but I used to play it on Xbox 360.
1: Yeah. The, so the Nintendo ones, they have these hideous, hideous uh, costumes that Bayonetta can dress up like Princess Peach or, like, Princess Daisy, or... Sounds pretty good. Uh, it's it's terrible. It's really bad-looking. But, <laughs> it's kind of fun because, for example, when you're normal Bayonetta in your normal outfit, when you do one of your giant hair attacks, a giant stiletto foot comes down and, like, smashes a guy, or, um, you know, a, a, what else happens? Like, a, a fist or something, you know, will come sometimes and smash people as, as your final finishing combo move. Uh, when you're dressed up as Princess Peach, a Bowser foot comes down and, like, stomps people, or... Um, yeah, oh really? I, yeah, yeah. It like changes. It changes the things. <laughs> if you dress up like Samus, cool. uh, you know your guns now shoot off little Metroid like Um So it's it's kind of funny. Weird. And and I'm trying to think a little bit more about Bayonetta as a thing. Like it's kind of embarrassing. It's one of those games that I wouldn't want to play with someone else in the room for the most part because I'd be like, oh, you wouldn't you would want to talk about it on an
2: extremely popular podcast where everyone would then know that you play it. Well, the thing is, you uh... don't have to. You don't have to watch
1: it, but. I'm, I'm thinking a little bit more about it, though. Like, is it really embarrassing, or is it just, you know, tongue planted firmly in cheek I don't type know, thing? Um, I, I think it knows exactly what it's doing. I, I agree. I agree. I, I feel like in general... I, I think my wife actually played, or at least watched me play some of it. So, she and, wasn't... I mean, And, and the thing is that Bayonetta is like this powerful, and let's just say hot, quote-unquote, character, and... Women might think it's fun to be someone like that, like, you can, and, you know, it's never, like, super overtly sexual, everything is, you know, kind of like, hey, I've got lady parts, and I'm, and I'm doing kung fu. Um, because it'll, you know, it'll, like, zoom in, like, you know, right on her crotch or whatever, and, you know, but, like, whatever, she still is, like, kicking butt and taking names, and, uh, she's always in control, she's, you know, but she also is an amnesiac, too, so you're trying to kind of uncover her past, and, you know, why, is she the last of the Umbra witches, and, and, you know, who's this Jean girl who seems to know her, and what's this all about, and... Uh, you know, and so it's uh, it, it's kind of decently put together overall, and the action is really good, which is kind of really the, the raison d'etre of a game like that. So it's, yeah, for you know, sure. I'm definitely going to keep on going with it. Uh, the Switch version does come with both Bayonetta and Bayonetta 2. So technically it's Bayonetta 2 with a download code for 1. And um, I believe... And you haven't
0: played Bayonetta 2 yet. You're gonna I have not.
1: That no, yeah, I need, to, I need to make sure that I am totally up to speed on what happens in the crotchy adventures of Bayonetta. Um. So we'll we'll uh, we'll get there eventually. But I believe Dale uh, actually bought this, and he had played Bayonetta one. So I'm sure that we'll hear from him about Bayonetta two. Maybe uh, this coming cool. week. Yeah, he so. won't
2: stop talking about it. So yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, but until then uh, lots of other games to be played lots of video game news to be had and in just a couple of days this podcast is going to be back to tell you all about that, keep you well informed and up to date, impress your friends with all of the uh, newsiness and the new releasesiness and the topic of discussioniness of the Game Bite Show (laughs) podcast, it's just what we do, it's how we roll and we love having you with us if you would like to tell us about the games that you've been playing, if you have opinions about Bayonetta if you uh, have been thinking about Monster Hunter a lot, if you uh, have been in coming to kingdoms or I don't know spending time in jail I don't know whatever it is uh, let us know about that stuff you can find us out on Twitter at GameBite show you can also reach out to us individually I am at jeremy underscore lamont you can find me at legrand I'm at red underscore I and our fourth man, Dale Jones, is at Count Elmdor on Twitter. Let him know uh, what you've been playing as well. Uh, you can also find us over on twitchtv show, where Jared, my man, is doing some Dreamfall chapter streaming. Yeah,
2: we're uh, uh, um, book three, I guess, of that. Yeah, making so good progress. Three out of five, of right? halfway-ish, I guess.
1: I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're we're sticking it to Wadi Corp. Hopefully, That's right. Maybe. That's right. We'll see. Doing some rebelliousness <laughs> things, I think. Right. Uh, solving some puzzles involving rats. That's, That's right. Feeding the goats or That's something. right all of that. It would make sense if you were simply to join us on twitch.tv slash show. But if you can't make the date, uh, find us over at youtube.com slash show where we have all of that stuff archived, and uh, see what we've been doing over there. Lots of good game times to have. Uh, You can also uh, join us on our Discord, where we are in the middle of playing Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice. Uh, We invite everybody out there. I know that there were a few people asking for that. We want to see you in Discord. Uh, Sundays is when we catch up on the game segment that we've been playing this week. And we're currently only on the second part of our journey through Hell in Hellblade. Yeah, uh, so it yeah it's time. actually
2: a really great format if you're unfamiliar with it, because, uh, yeah, we just kind of chat about it in Discord throughout the day. We have its own little channel, so people can mm-hmm. kind of keep up. In fact, we had some latecomers uh, even early in the week, but you should do it on Sunday. Um, and you just play the game at your own time, during the week, at your own time, at your own leisure, at your leisure, I guess. And then uh, talk leisure. about it a little bit with... Uh, friends. Yeah, yeah I, I need to buy that game and dude, it, it was and, on sale like 3 days ago.
1: Do it. Oh, dude. Do I, I'm not it. playing
0: on PC though. I'm going to play it on PS4. Oh.
1: Do it. Do it. Oh, uh, I bet
0: it has a uh, good high res. It actually does uh has good uh PlayStation 4 Pro support, so Oh, wow. there you go. It's has beautiful. 60 frames per second. And, um, I think it Sounds runs at 1440p. Get get in there PS4
2: and Pro. show cert what's for.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's only 30 bucks, so man. Yeah, yeah not, even not if bad. you
1: pay full price, It's still half price. It's still half price. (laughs) It's like 50% off. Just think of it that way. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, You can also see us over at www.gamebyteshow.com where we'll have all of our back catalog of podcasts, the sidebar of video content, and uh, other things. There's a nice header that rotates sometimes, so you can check that out as well. (laughs) Uh, Until our next podcast, folks, this has been your Game Byte Show podcast. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will see you next time. See ya. Bye.